yeah. we're married now sex is boring and i don't think sex is boring i think what it is is the excitement that came with illegal sex is no longer there Ooh. So, but i believe that most married couples should be having sex once a week just once a week is better to have sex once a week for the rest of your lives than having sex 10 times a day for the next three months what do you think <laughs> Hey guys, how's it going? Um, special anniversary episode, hence the, you know, I'm trying to, like, you know, she didn't know that we we're gonna, I told her I feel like dressing up. We've been on lockdown for, I haven't been to the office in months. I Like all my clothes are just wasting in the closet. So I'm like, I might as well just, you know, whip something out. You know, we made a video yesterday, I whip one out, second outfit, you know, don't let this thing out catch more. I sleep like this. I should sleep like this. It's time to turn to 90, <laughs> you know. So, uh, anyway, it's a special episode. Uh, today, 21st of November, uh, is actually our fifth year wedding anniversary. I can't believe time just goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. But we'll be married for five years now and forever to go. It has been amazing. It's funny, I was studying the Lord's Prayer last week and you know I, I feel like that's a prayer that a lot of us take for granted we just recite it but jesus christ actually meant it as a blueprint you know so when you study it and you understand what it means you sort of know what to pray for and one of the prayer points there was uh let your kingdom come let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and as i was meditating on it i realized i began to realize that heaven comes to earth when we follow the will of god mm -hmm. and i feel like in our marriage we have experienced heaven on earth because we have been able to apply god's word mm -hmm. to our marriage and now we're experiencing heaven on earth literally because it's been five years like when i hear stories like our, our testimony is just a whole lot different because our foundation is different so in this video we're going to be discussing you know certain challenges that people have five years into a marriage and how we've been able to avoid those challenges um in our marriage so we're just going to dive into it quickly um i think we have about four challenges and then we got some questions on instagram that people wanted us to answer so we're going to deal with that first and then tackle those questions afterwards so i think the number one thing that i feel like um people often face five years into their marriage is that intimacy drops and infidelity mm. rises um so what you know what do you think causes that what do i think causes that or what do i what do people say causes that because okay. i know in terms of intimacy i think it's um i'm going to look at intimacy aside from as in i'm going to separate this out from sex um physical sort of like emotional intimacy i feel creates that atmosphere for sex but when people th think of intimacy they just think of yeah, sex, sex yeah. right true, true. but i think when a lot of people get into marriage um see finish mentality sort of like creeps in so a lot of the things that they used to do before that that's foster that atmosphere of intimacy before they got married they stop doing it so it starves the intimacy and they don't feel as close or as connected in that way um as they as they used to and that in a way sort of like also creeps into um the rise of infidelity and of course there is the fact that um 
for a lot of people that foundation for fidelity you're actually supposed to set it before you get married but a lot of people don't so not trying to judge anyone here i mean if you're engaging in premarital sex but it's the statistics um of the percentage of people that go on to be go on to commit infidelity in their marriage is and we're sort of like engaging in premarital sex is high there's a high correlation between that and that's um, often because you haven't developed that self-control right um you haven't developed that self-control you haven't built that muscle so you and you've also developed sort of like an appetite for contraband <laughs> that's 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 wow, i like to call it back to high school man. i like to call it illegal sex you've yeah. developed an appetite for that and it's that's lost mm. right so it doesn't matter what face lust presents to you but if you have fed that appetite of lust regardless of what what area in your life it shows it rests its ugly head because you haven't starved it you're going to feed it um so i think those are a lot of people will say oh yeah we're married now sex is boring and i don't think sex is boring i think what it is is the excitement that came with illegal sex is no longer there so they now as in they are now trying to satisfy that urge outside hmm. outside the marriage hmm. interesting i love that i love that i love that um i heard someone's call like define intimacy as in into me you see yes. you know and, and i feel like I that you gave that no you didn't it's on my instagram page go and check it no somebody else has given it before you when i've heard it i heard when? it in Daystar when in this time there was a pastor that came to talk about no it he said into me you see it. and then in time you will see as well uh two definitions there was no pastor that keep 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 creating yeah. stuff that no, no 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 i didn't say anyway. that i was the one that came up with that definition oh, uh, i said that you heard it from me i didn't hear it from you as well. i heard you, it from this stuff i'm telling you you heard it from me there is no pastor that's but you didn't come up with it I never said I came up with it. And so how is it that I heard it from you the first because time? Because I told you about it. That's how I heard, heard it, it from before. me. You did not tell anyway. me you I heard it before when I told you about it. You see how people just be coming up with things like random things, man. Anyway, into me you see. And like you said, a lot of C-Finish um, goes in. But I also think communication is one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for you to see my inside, I need to be able to reveal it to you. And those and that revelation comes through words. It comes through communication. And I feel like five years into the marriage, it, it, most couples have sort of destroyed that communication gap. Where um, you don't feel safe speaking or revealing stuff to your other mm-hmm. uh, to your partner and then that then creates an avenue where your partner goes and starts communicating with someone else which then leads to the infidelity and whatnot because now you are sharing stuff that should be kept mm-hmm. in your marriage yeah. outside um your marriage um i also feel like i know you said something about the uh, people feel like sex is boring and to be honest i'm just going to tell you what my own principle <laughs> it's based on the bible but actually it's not based on the bible it's based on my interpretation of the bible but i believe that most married couples should be having sex once a week just once a week for the rest of your lives and the reason why i say this is because it's kind of like getting a gift you know if you get a gift because i heard the other day that sex is the gift that god gives us 
when we get married right and imagine you get a brand new ferrari as a gift and then you drive it five times a day every day at some point you're going to get bored of the car so in my opinion i believe that success in anything requires consistency is better to have sex once a week for the rest of your lives than having sex 10 times a day for the next three months what do you think you know if you do it once a week you don't get bored it's something that you look forward to it's something that we've applied in our marriage as well um there are times when i may feel like doing it during the week but in my mind i'm like just wait you know you said once a week let's keep it to a certain day or over the weekend where we're going to do it you know so it helps you discipline yourself as well and it helps you create that um excitement knowing that you know at some point this week it is going to happen so it 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 it, it increases that excitement um you don't get bored I'm not bored anyway, you know, but five years into it. But if we do it once a week, as opposed to just doing it anytime you feel like, I believe that you get that self-control and you also get that excitement um, going as well. What do you think? Uh, well, that, uh, yeah, okay. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, 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 once a week, yeah. You are laughing, you didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I think as in one more thing that I, one more thing that I want you to are doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. One more thing that I want to mention uh, is um, boundaries, right? Oh you well, moving on swiftly. Um <laughs> oh my I, god. Boundaries, wow. yeah. Um let me hang it, man. I feel like So I know we've already mentioned one of it, but what do you think we've done differently to always like to avoid infidelity and also to maintain intimacy. I know I've already said the consistency part because mm -hmm. I, I totally believe in that. Sex once a week would help maintain that intimacy and make you not get bored so easily. Just like just, just no, no, no. Actually, 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 let me not say once a week here. Yeah? Choose a number that you can sustain for the long run. If it is twice a week, three, five times a week that you want to do it and still have a job, um, <laughs> you know, do it. But make sure that it's something that you can do till when you are 60, 70. Um, we've chosen once a week because we believe that's the bare minimum. You can always sneak in one at least once a week and make sure that that is a sustainable number. So that's why I, I came up with once a week. I feel like... Um, and this verse, very popular verse, but a lot of people don't know its application. It says, where there is no vision, the people cast off restraint. You know, um, and so I, I find that a lot of people, especially in marriages, they are looking to discipline themselves. I wish that my husband would not, you know, be going out all the time. I wish that he would stay faithful. I wish that he would blah, 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 blah. You are trying to put the cart before the horse. That verse says vision comes before discipline. If you don't have vision, then you don't have discipline. Yeah. So if you have vision, it means that it would then discipline you and, and, and modify the behaviors that are in conformity with the vision that you have. So one of the things that we've done is we have a purpose for our marriage. We can see it. We know the impact that God wants to use through us to you know save marriages to bring more people to the kingdom so with that picture in our mind we know that infidelity and all these things are tricks that the enemy will use to 
um, abort that vision. You know, and like I said, I was studying the Lord's Prayer last week and, you know, that prayer is actually deep. Like you guys go on the Bible plan um, app or Bible app and then there's a plan there, the Lord's Prayer. Please go and study. It is deep. The second line says, it says, uh, um, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. That hallowed be your name. A lot of people have glanced through it, but in the NLT, it says, may your name be kept holy. May the integrity of your name maintain, or may, may, may your name maintain its integrity. It's kind of like a brand. You know, when you see Apple, the brand, you know, there, there, there's a way that they want to be seen and known by their target audience, by the world. You know them for excellence. You know, and that is what that prayer is saying, that may your name, may your brand be always maintain its integrity. And so for us in our marriage, we see ourselves as brand ambassadors. You know, the way we act, our actions reflect on our father or reflect on the brand of the name of Jesus. So, um, and it's why whenever I hear of pastors who have maybe been caught or whatever, it really, really saddens me because we don't understand the impact that that is having on the world. Because people will see that and then see Christianity as something different or see our God as something different, someone who is not faithful because we are the ones representing him. Uh, we need to always maintain that uh, integrity. So that is something that has really kept us uh, from cheating, from having extramarital affairs and all that stuff. We just have a vision and we know what we represent and we know the impact of um, us not maintaining the integrity of, of our brand, of the brand that we represent and how it's going to affect negatively affect people all over the world. Um, quickly, I wanted to say that it's also important to realize that you don't give yourself your vision. Like mm. as a Christian, you don't come up with your vision. Um, the purpose of a thing is found in the mind of the creator of that thing. So it's God that will give you your vision. That is what will actually sustain you through accomplishing that vision. If you come up with something yourself, it will keep changing. Today it's one thing, tomorrow it's something else. But God's vision is, is yeah. It's everlasting. Uh, so second thing that I feel like people, um, that, that, that gives people a lot of challenges in marriage is, is money and finances, you know. Uh, they've said it that money is the number one problem or the number one cause of divorce uh, in marriages around the world. I don't think it's money, like I said before, I think it's communication about money. Um, uh, so, you know, what, what, what do you think causes that? Many things. I think for, okay, for women, one of our primary needs in the Instagram, from our husbands is um, sort of like protection and provision um, and security that's the thing T together those two things um, provide, provide security, security. Mm -hmm. um, and finances money is one way that we interpret um, that security is one way we will feel protected and then it's it we also feel provided for mm. um when there is when there's money available money pays for bills man you're paying for your yeah paying for your house paying for food paying for bills paying for daycare paying for car paying for paying for everything so when those things um aren't there and there is actually i don't want to say when those things aren't there because like he said it's also communication surrounding um communication surrounding those things when there is open and honest communication and there is trust 
I feel like trust is a very very big thing because if for example as a woman I need something or rather I want so even if I need something and I tell you and we have sometimes I may not even tell you because there's open and honest communication and I know what the financial situation is. Mm. Do you understand? So I you have access to my account. So you know what's, so, what's in it. You cannot be asking to travel to Barbados when you know how much is in the account. So, or we are planning towards something. I mean, take for example now, we went all out with birthdays and we're planning, um, God's willing, for a big purchase next year. So we know, okay, fine. No more huge splurges, splurges and stuff like that. So today is our fifth year wedding anniversary normally any woman would be expecting some huge gesture or whatever even like today said the way we spend we are spending our, our, our anniversary is not what i envisioned we would be doing five years ago today but at the end of the day it is what we it is we understand the situation we have communicated so you got your gift why are you talking like like i didn't get you anything you did now but you still partook of the gift i don't know somebody will buy something for you open it and he actually you launched it before i did yes Oreolu launched it before I, you, I, you gave him part i of said it. you launched it before i did why are you bring okay Oreolu before exactly before you did for me so why are you bringing Oreolu into the matter okay <laughs> okay <laughs> Um, you mentioned something earlier that I wanted to touch on because um, I feel like most couples are going through problems right now because they're trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? Mm -hmm. um, you're trying to live above your means. And when you try to live above your means, there's always going to be that financial pressure uh, that comes with it. I know one thing that we've done is that we've tried our best to live below our means. Um, we've stewarded what does that look for? No, as in, I agree with you, right? Okay, so I, I think our largest expense in the month is obviously rent. The second largest is food. Mm. Because this one, chicken, meat, fish, shrimp. This one, that one. Wow. But continue. Sorry. Wow. I was expecting that. Just continue. <laughs> you put me on blast, man. Just continue. So I'm the only one that eats in this house. See my flat stomach. Is where, 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 where's isn't the food going? Smoothie, isn't it smoothie? That where's the food, food going? It, oh, it's should, smoothie that should, should I show them where? Should I show them where it's going? Okay, all right. Should I show them where it's going? You 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 disturb my thoughts. Sorry. Now I'm trying to remember what I'm I was sorry. saying. I'm so sorry. You're trying to keep up with the Joneses. What we've tried to do is to live below our means because God has given us the template for how to use our finances. We're big givers. We pay our tithe. We give. We save. We invest and we are also trying to live below our means and that has really helped us in our marriage because we are not pressured by what we see other people doing you know there are there are friends who have bought their houses who are doing who look like they are doing remarkably well with money uh, we're not letting that determine how we spend our money we have our vision as a family we know that if we cannot afford a house right now mm -hmm. in time we will you know there's no point pressuring um yourself and that is what has kept our peace five years after we got married you know we're not comparing ourselves we are healthy and happy in who we are um and who we are together that you know um the pressures of trying to be like the joneses isn't really affecting um us 
All right, so third thing I believe is managing your differences mm -hmm. versus sort of conflict resolution. How do you manage disagreements in the marriage? And I feel like this is one of the top ones because five years into the marriage, something must have gone down. Five years into the marriage, some people are still pressing toothpaste from the middle. Who are these people? <laughs> I don't think that's a big deal in most marriages. What? Pressing toothpaste from the middle. How does that affect anything? The toothpaste is still going to be used. It's still going to finish. Press it from top, bottom. I don't know what your problem is, madam. We're going to fight on this video right now because I don't understand why you're bringing up old stuff. Which old stuff? You are still. It's not old because you are still pressing toothpaste from the middle. Because I just is you know touch it wherever it's. Can <laughs> you just it's, touch it wherever? Just touch it wherever. I mean, is that just me? Actually, 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 actually use it from the bottom. You don't use it from the bottom, bro okay um so yeah like what why 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 is that a problem i feel like people just don't know how to communicate i think communication is a very big issue so darling could you please be pressing the toothpaste from the bottom i feel like I communication communication as well is understanding from the other person's angle and trying to refine yourself as well and not just get upset over little things Communication is also appreciating the other person's point of view when something is important to I have somebody else. It. It's also important it's really to important me. to me that it's important to me to that you don't press it from the bottom. <laughs> it's important. I came up with different. It's no. important to me that you press it from the bottom. It's important. I just you stupid. The top will now be looking like this thing. Don't is. don't you find it weird that like you hear this example every single time i think it's actually a problem in most homes yes it like is. why it how, how is toothpaste how is pressing toothpaste the the goal of a toothpaste is. is to brush teeth the goal is to bring it out of the tube when however way it comes out we will be able to adequately measure how much toothpaste is left if it is pressed properly if you just bring a deformed toothpaste now we don't know how much is left in there so we don't know when to let's restore. strike let's strike a balance is it possible that when I press it from here, when you use it, just press it from down? I up. do, and that is one of the frustrating things because you can no, just make, keep doing it. No, because, so that you know, no, because no, because you can make life a little less easier for me by doing. No, you make no, you can make life a little less easier for me by doing what you are supposed to do when you are supposed to do it by pressing the toothpaste from the bottom because that's like that's like one second actually that's like two seconds that i can save and that two seconds adds up in life to one hour over your life so that's two seconds a day to one and hour over your life no wait there are two seconds let's calculate this. babe let's let's just keep going please there are two, se I feel, two seconds and, a day and 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 times and, three, and, six, and five a day that's 730 seconds divided by 60 so in a month in a year i've wasted 12 minutes <laughs> pressing <laughs> pressing toothpaste i've wasted 12 minutes of my life wow. pressing toothpaste that's a year okay and of course i'm going to okay we're going to be married for like what 60 years times 60. <laughs> how many hours is this so I've wasted 12 hours of, of our lifetime married pressing toothpaste. <laughs> hey, good. Mm. Do you know what that, in fact, just continue. Just continue. 12 hours wasted. Just pressing ignore. Toothpaste. Just ignore what she just said. 12 <laughs> hours over a life, over 60 years. 
12 hours you that you 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 realize the value of time you realize the value of time 12 hours just on three things let's keep going i feel like most couples what attracted them together in the first place was their differences Mm -hmm. and then when you don't really value or you're not aware that that's what attracted you it begins to repel you because you're not aware of it um i i think another way to look at it is that people don't fully realize the full they don't have a full understanding of what those differences entail so for example um i'm more reserved Muiwa is more outgoing him being more outgoing means when we're in, in an uber i can't have peace and quiet because <laughs> Muiwa is hi how's it going like he know by the time we're out of that uber Muiwa knows their last name how many kids they have how much they make from uber if uber is their full-time or part-time job what their future ambition is if wow. they are married like their um degree certification like Muiwa meanwhile i just want to chill like ha- enjoy some peace and quiet to and fro so how like, is that a problem how, how, how can I no my problem? point is that that's just like a simple explanation so my point is that for example if you're attracted to an outgoing person that often means that and you may be like a couch potato that means that that person is going to want to go out right and you may not want you're not that outgoing you don't want to go out all the time you may now start getting irritating that this person is never at home with you the person always wants to go out the person is always hanging around friends Actually, initially it may look like an attraction because you're like oh this is someone that can take me out of my comfort zone but then after some time it now begins to wear you yeah. out because you're like geez i didn't realize that it this is how it's going to be every or single this brother time. that i was looking for a mamacita the one that's me most times i'm going out i don't really have much makeup on maybe it's only one or two people on the um, go train that will be giving me eye like this imagine if i was not the mamacita that he wanted this one will not have peace of mind every day who who, who just texts you who, who, who's that message from let, let me see your instagram and things <sighs> like that wow it's, um yeah. wow yeah yeah, yeah. wow yeah yeah i feel like um okay so how have we been able to avoid that i think for me especially and this one i had to talk to her about it right because i'm the kind of guy that you know whenever i read the bible whenever i get this revelation you know i'm so excited to share you know and then i come to meet oj i'm like man you won't believe what the holy spirit just downloaded and as soon as i share she's ready she starts picking it apart and i'm like my god like the the joy that i had in my heart would just start to crumble because i'm like man this is what the bible does. and she'd be like well as in does it really say this and that and that and then i did it and initially in our marriage like it used to piss me off to the point where i was like i'm not going to share anything with her again like there's no point i would rather speak to someone who would be like jeez are you kidding me like mad that revelation was mad man as in god definitely speaks to you blah 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 but it was only recently recently that i be that i feel like i began to appreciate the balance hold on hold on hold on hold on to give her the the balance that she gives to me because i know for a lot of people when you say i don't hear god speak or i'm not sure if what i'm hearing is god speaking there's a bible verse that says take every thought capture every thought and bring it into captivity 
and submit it to the obedience of Christ. So there are a lot of people who get a lot of revelations. The devil can be speaking to you. God can be speaking to you. But until you align it with the scriptures, you don't know who exactly is speaking to you. So I found that when I get those revelations like that, she is the refiner to help me see is this thing in alignment with the word? So, you know, when God speaks to you, it doesn't always have to be to make you feel gendered. It doesn't, you don't always have to get excited, you know, because the devil can give you a message that gets you excited, but it's not in alignment with the word. So whenever I share with her now, and maybe she doesn't give me the kind of reaction that I'm looking for, I get that. I, I do wusa, wusa, and I'm like, you know what? I need this in my life before I become a heretic <laughs> because there are some things that there's some wild imagination. My mind works double time. So there's some wild imaginations that I may have, but it doesn't align with the Bible. So she's there to help me give the balance and understanding the role that she plays has helped me appreciate that better as opposed to getting upset when she does it. Um, I think one thing that has helped us with this is, and we've mentioned, has mentioned this, um, quite a few times is that we especially in the early days we used to do marriage reviews very 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 frequently um so i mean for those of you who don't who maybe haven't seen um our older videos and don't know what a marriage review is it's sort of like a time where we decide to i think some people call it state of the union meeting is um, a time <laughs> when we decide to come together to sort of like discuss um, the highs and lows, any issues that you know we may have, or anything that's anything that wants to iron out. So it's like a safe space. You go in there, you can't be upset, you can't take anything personally because you we know that when we're going in there to make our marriage stronger. No, it's not like us against each other, but both of us against the problem. The issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, finally. We actually went online to find out what are the challenges that most people are having. And we saw one that was very interesting, weight gain and personal hygiene. Um, has that been a problem for us? Hmm. When we were married me, I was like a size eight, almost even size six. If today only God knows what size I am. Like, like you, I don't even know what size I am. And you like know, and you know, funny enough, like this was one of my fears before we were getting married because yours truly here, when we're dating or courting, she used to like junk food. Oh, she still does. I still do. Ice cream, shawarma, all these burgers and everything. And in my mind, I'm like, hey, when this babe gives birth, when we have whatever, like I hope she's not going to blow up because me, I don't like horrible women you know so i know i i spoke to her about i think we had a discussion before we got married right mm -hmm. yeah and she was like i know how to regulate myself kind of thing blah 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 but i feel like this is and and i keep saying that our marriage has been built on very tough conversations right and this was probably one of the early ones that we had mm -hmm. because most couples would not discuss this because they feel like it is going to upset their partner or upset them and you know they may just close up but you know i think the way we've been able to communicate has helped us smooth those rough areas out because i won't just come out and say i feel like you're going to be fat man so what are you <laughs> going to do about it but you know the way i'll use the sandwich method where i'll be like you know babe you know i love you i really like you are the only one i want to spend the rest of my life with 
um i feel like there's just something that we need to discuss because i want to make our marriage stronger it's not whatever i'm about i'm about to say right now is not they to get, tear us okay, apart they get it, they get it, they get it. i always have to go through this long she knows i'm coming out she's like guy just, just stop get just it. get to it but i need to say this regardless i'll be like man i've noticed you know that you and i don't i feel like this in the future may cause this so what are we doing about it right now and she assured me she's like you know what i know when to put a stop on it i know when i'm gaining or whatever and i know when to and for the last five years like it has been good like and i feel like understanding as well like she just had a baby right like, i got back to my size eight a few months before i got pregnant with this guy i'm like gosh man so, so starting this thing again understanding that you know because i feel like a lot of Especially men don't realize the kind of work that women have to go through, especially feeding the baby, trying to like getting no sleep and you expect them to be in shape. I've just accepted her the way she is. She's going to get back in shape whenever she feels like she's going to get back in shape. I'm not putting any pressure on her, but you know, unrealistic expectations like that, I think is what leads to some challenges that most people face mm -hmm. five years into uh, marriage. Um, to quickly add to that, I think it's also important for the other party that has certain expectations to help. So it's not just about complaining or communicating to the other person what you feel you want, but actually finding ways to help. Because I take, um, sorry, you can hear our guest, our guest speaker in the background. Um, it's also about finding ways to help. Like take Muiwa for example now, because he's working from home at the moment. So there are some times where he has like 15 minute break, he'll come in, watch the kids and I can quickly go and shower. Maybe I haven't showered as in I haven't showered in or I've even showered and then this guy decides that immediately I shower, that's when he's going to throw up on my body again, mm. sort of thing. So it's all, as in he could easily come in and be like, as in what's that? What's that stain on your t-shirt? Why is there baby puke on your t-shirt and stuff like that? But like he said, there's un understanding and more than understanding your understanding should also push you to sort of like help to also push you to assist your understanding should press action pretty much i guess when when you help out he pukes on you too so you understand the situation <laughs> that the other person is in you don't have a high priest that you cannot relate with True. as jesus christ said True. you know so uh so yeah we, we've come to the end of that one uh we're just going to answer these really really quickly we got some questions off instagram um the first question is what is one thing that one of you loves but the other person hates putting sauce on rice on like like i don't understand it maybe we're like having chinese you know like chinese fried rice it's flavorful on its own put my sauce by the side i like i like to taste what's the thing i like to taste the rice and then taste the sauce or got here like all 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 joint like just mix it me about just mix it in there i'm like why man why okay um <clears throat> i think one that i i love using multiple towels OG just wants me to use one per week once. I, like, I don't understand. I, like, I don't understand it. Like, I, go I want, to, the bathroom. I, I want to have like no three. space for me to put my towel because Muiwa has three wet towels hanging wet. there. How can um, three of them be wet? They are Why wet. Is it three of them together? They are wet. Shabi, you said one is for your beard, one is for your back, three for your leg, one for your toes. That's <laughs> I, mean, I don't understand. Babe, I don't think you bath sometimes. For real. Because I will have a bath and my towel is wet. When you, OG has a bath. I don't understand. You think you you would think it's still dry? Maybe just one part like, is wet. Do you? Your towel is not a sponge. 
No, but there's water on your body. Is that you dry yourself, then you now come and dry yourself? You let, as in when you think the water, um, most of the water comes off in the shower now. Will you just come out wet, just wet everywhere? Like, and another thing is like, oh my god, like this guy wastes beauty products. <laughs> like, I had this facial cream that I, I bought three in 2017, and I'm pretty much used one for like a year and a bit. I just opened the last one now, like maybe a month and a half ago. A we month and a half. Using it, it's almost finished. A month and a half. As in, let's say this is okay, maybe two months. As in something two months. That, two months, babe. Something that I would usually use for a year and a bit. Let's say this is how much. This is like what is left mm. now because Muiwa joined me to use it. Even when he's having his bath, my shower. I say you don't bath. My shower gel that I use for like three months at a time, and I know that one. I noticed, I noticed why he's wasteful with this thing like this because as the shower is running, he's putting the thing. Obviously, the water is washing away what you, you are putting. Yeah, you're, you're watching he's, me when I'm bath. He will now be putting more, what, more, what more, disrespect. more. You're watching and me when like, I'm bath. When you are washed, when you put it on your sponge, and you're water should wash yourself then rinse yourself not that you're washing and rinsing at the same time of course you will need more <laughs> just wasting finishing my products. next next question um um what is one significant advice you would give a newly wedded couple i think this one you just need to have a vision for your marriage a vision and a purpose for your marriage because that vision will determine how you behave um i feel like a lot of people are trying to uh, deal with behaviors as opposed to the root cause which is having a vision um, I think this would be the best time to sort of Preview a course that we're currently working on that's gonna like I'm really excited about this one Because I feel like when people get together to get married and they say yes, that's the person I want to get married to They don't realize that they are not the ones actually saying yes, but people and events that have happened to them Have shaped them like when you say I don't know who I like I know who this person is you don't know who that person is. you know who that person has become because through events and people and influences it has molded you and programmed you to expect or like certain things so when two people come together and say we want to get married it's not actually you saying this is the person i want to get married if you have a porn addiction your porn addiction is helping you make that decision so what we're trying to do with the course that we're coming up with is to help you peel back the layers remove all those um, um masks that you've worn over the years so that you can identify and discover your authentic self in christ you know because by the time you're able to identify that person now you're able to see and know who is going to align with this person to achieve god's purpose for our lives so you know getting married is maybe 20 percent of the whole situation discovery and this is why i love single people because you are still in that you still have that opportunity you still have that opportunity to mold yourself and to discover yourself before you get attached to somebody else and it becomes more difficult so we are definitely going to be um doing a course on that uh, join our mailing list to be one of the first to know when it does become available the link is right there below um there was one question i really wanted it says question is you've got two handsome boys how do you ensure they don't become future hall of fame heartbreakers i think we've already said this one i think our focus right now is on helping them just like create a vision for their lives like i said if we don't want them to be heartbreakers to have sex before marriage to do all these things that will not be beneficial for them 
most parents will try to uh, prevent them from doing these things but i think our focus is to help them get that vision without a vision the people cast off restraint mm -hmm. get them the vision and discipline will automatically handle itself so i think that is what our focus will be to show them you know that this is where you're going this is where this is the, the picture that god has for you and by doing all these other things it may prevent you from actually achieving or realizing that dream so they're not going to be future hall of fame heartbreakers because by god's grace we're going to help them shape their vision and help them see their lives the way god created it to be yeah, so we've come to the end of this one. Thank you so much for all the messages that we got on Instagram, all the congratulations. Thank you so much. I mean, it's, it's been a blessing just being married to her, to be honest. And this guy is getting out of hand. So we'll just stop it here. Thank you so much for the messages. God bless you guys. See you next week. <laughs>